Welcome to the Dating Kiki Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. Today I'm writing about negotiating communication styles for relationships for my new book coming out in, when is it? March, April, April. Understand Me Now, and that's an order, communication for relationships, including ethical non-monogamy, kink, and BDSM. And my, ba- my brain, my brain, my brain. I'm not even going to edit that out. My brain keeps drawing a blank. I feel like after as many chapters as I've done and nearly 30,000 words, my brains are dribbling out my ears. So I lashed onto a good distraction topic uh, as quickly as I could. A rant that I've been going on about for years and haven't really ever put out there in a formal way. So you lucky folk today. (laughs) Why isn't it normal to like the people we love? A rant. Today on Facebook, this conversation pops into my feed posted by a friend. I'll include the link in the podcast description. It's a bit long. It's a Tumblr conversation. And it's worth the read, I believe. The essence of the idea is this. If marriage is a horrifying concept for you and you think it's an evil trap, don't get married. It talks specifically to men about how they make all sorts of fun of the ball and chain and how it's last chance to run when the flower children are walking towards you. Of course, while this attitude is pretty male-centric, the overall ideation of I don't really like the person I say I love is prevalent in every gender, every gender combination, and played out in hundreds of thousands of ways, like making fun of the person you love with your friends, pretending to be one person to get the ring, then becoming another, trying to change your partner to be someone fundamentally different, complaining about your partner to get sympathy from friends or strangers, Ignoring your partner's ideas and suggestions to accept them as gospel when you read them on the internet the next week from a total stranger. And we've seen these tropes played out so often in sitcoms over the years that it seems normal to us that the people who share their lives together are stuck and don't really like each other, but hey, what you gonna do, huh? I had a conversation a couple weeks ago with someone who tried to convince me that my partner was an adult. Granted who could get his own damn water or ask me to get it for him if I got up during a movie to go to the bathroom and that I was not obligated to offer to get him something. Well, duh. But why would anyone think that way about someone they supposedly love? Why would anyone getting up from the damn couch not offer to grab something while up if they think about it? I mean, sure, sometimes I'm distracted and I might just space it off. But to think it and choose not to offer because why? They are an adult? Well, yeah, that's all the fun of keeping him, thank you very much. And then there are those who get a partner and immediately feel like they can relax and put their effort into impressing total strangers that they may never know or care about. Instagram, I'm looking at you. Rather than the one person, or several people, that they have handpicked is better than the rest. What? Key Barrett MSC said this in reply to something I mentioned about it on Twitter. Part of love is finding that person you don't have to impress all the time. It's a relief. But 
like you said, this leads to taking for granted and not needing to impress can quickly become not needing their input. But it's their input we need the most. These sorts of things make no fucking sense to me. Then there's the friend who was complaining about their partner loudly and constantly to a group. I asked, well, what did they say when you talked to them about this? Oh, I haven't. What? The fudge packing factory. And this is not the first or the only time with this person or others. Why would anyone not go to the person they claim to adore, to love and to respect, at least on social media, before going to the rest of the world? Or why would you make fun of your partner or partners in front of people? Why would you do anything to tear them down to anyone ever? Why wouldn't you want to lift them up, talk them up, make them seem like fucking gods of every goddamn thing? Well, that they are actually gods of. The rest you can just not talk about. Huh, novel concept. Because really, when you talk shitty about your partners, it's reflected on you. Science says so. And even if science didn't point out the reflection effect, you do know you're talking about your own damn decision, right? The one you made and continue to make? Smack my damn head. I just don't get it. I love the people I love. I like them. I enjoy spending time with them. I smile when I think about them. I lift them up to others. I praise what is amazing about them. I give them the benefit of the doubt. I go out of my way to make them happy. I tell them what I like about them. I ask them if they need anything. I say, please, and thank you. I can't imagine living any other way or understand why I would want to. Note, this is not meant to specifically denigrate any relationship dynamics that don't include loving this way by negotiation, although your kink is not my kink, but your kink is okay. I'm not here to yuck your yum. I'm also aware that people often need to turn to others to get an outside perspective. You're an adult, and you know the difference between often and casually denigrating a loving partner to others and trying to find out whether something is horribly wrong or abusive. Don't get all up in my grill about that straw man. Thank you for joining me today. I welcome your thoughts or questions. Just send me a voice message with feedback. And please do join me at DatingKinky.com. It's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.